This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner is Charlie Daggs, okay? He was a middle manager at a manufacturing company. He wants to break free, and he won the $100 I give out every Monday. For your chance to win, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes right now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Many of you call me and tell me you love my email marketing. I have a very secret tool that I used to do it, and it was so coincidental when Clay acquired the tool. It was called Drip, and I use Drip. I'm going to tell you how I use it later on in the episode, but if you want to use it right now and get the first 60 days free, go to NathanMicah.com forward slash Drip. I'll tell you my favorite feature and why I use it later on in the episode. Nathan Latke here. This is episode 488. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to learn from Mike Doyle. Mike got a $200,000 deal on Shark Tank with Mark Cuban and Chris Saka, and 30,000 people have booked using his software, and they booked $12 million worth of sports weekend housing. Nathan Latka here. Good morning, folks. Our guest today is Adam Robinson, and Adam is the co-founder and CEO of Hireology, where he's on a mission to help business owners make better hiring decisions using data and processes. He's a noted recruiting industry expert, speaker, and author with over 20 years of experience in the field of hiring and selection management. Adam, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. All right, let's do this. So uh, tell us what Hireology does and specifically how you guys generate revenue. Yeah, Hireology is a talent technology platform built specifically for owner operators uh, in business networks like franchise systems or dealerships. Uh, we help that owner uh, with technology that gives them everything they need to be good at the people side of their business uh, from employment branding to connection to candidate sources, to interview guides, to testing, assessments, drug and background screening, onboarding, and connectivity to payroll. And we provide that to them on an unlimited use basis for one monthly subscription price. So it is a 100% software as a service model. And I just want to be clear so people aren't confused. This is not a toptal.com or an upwork.com where there's actually talent you're placing. This is technology to help people manage hires. Is that right? That's right. Most business owners uh, are terrible at this stuff. We give them the tools to be great at it. That's great. Okay, so uh, take us back. So you said pricing model is obviously SaaS, but I want to start back at the beginning first. What year did you found the business in? Business was founded in uh, the middle of 2010, and we launched the product in January of 2012. Okay, and tell us a little bit of the background there. Did you leave corporate? Why'd you get into it? I had a business before Hireology that was outsourced recruiting, so recruitment outsourcing, RPO. We provided recruiting services for mid-market technology and professional services firms. And what I learned in that business was our, cu our customers were terrible at interviewing and picking people. And so it became hard to make money in that business. So I had created an interviewing system we gave to our customers. Uh, they started asking me if they could buy it because they really liked it. And I said, oh, wow. no, for, no, no for years. And uh, I had an opportunity to, to sell that business, which I did. And the idea was always in my head. I'm going to, how to productize 
you know, something similar to, to what we did with our customers where we gave them the interviewing guides. So uh, that's exactly what I did. And that's where Hireology came from. And what was, this is usually an embarrassing answer, but what was your first year revenue in 2010? Do you remember? Uh, first year revenue in 2010 was just under $200,000. Okay, that's great. And some of your first customers, are they still your customers today? The, you know, the automobile companies, folks like that? Well, they, they are. Our first customers were entrepreneurs from my personal and professional network who, uh, who had asked me to help them out and were willing to be beta uh, testers of the product. And, um, you know, for 18 months, I, I ran with a group of entrepreneurs, about 40 of them that I had known over the years. And they were, you know, generous enough to help me build the product uh, by being an early customer. That's great. So you had early customers in 2010. That's obviously starting point. Fast forward us to where you are today. How, October 2016, how many customers are you serving? Uh, we're working with just under 4,000 individually owned businesses in the United States, um, you know, ranging uh, across about 150 brands from Kia and Ford and Mercedes-Benz US to Anytime Fitness, Bright Star Home Healthcare and Sylvan Learning Centers. If uh, 100 Anytime Fitness Centers sign up with you, do you count that as one customer or 100? That's one. That's 100 customers. Perfect. So corporate, but is corporate paying or is the franchise owner paying? Typically, they're not. And what you know, the nuance of this business and why we largely have this market to ourselves is because the traditional HR tech vendor uh, sells to what they expect to be a, a centralized role specific. HR team at corporate, but in these decentralized networks, that doesn't exist. And in fact, sure. labor law keeps them from being able to help at all with the people side of the business. And so, uh, the, you know, corporate or the OEM is basically a marketing or distribution partnership. And then they push us out to the network and we contract oh. individually with the. Are they taking a cut in order to promote you to their people or no? Uh, in most cases, the vast majority, the answer is no. We're solving their operator's number one issue and we're. Yep mitigating their legal liability on the co-employment side. So they're happy to have us. There are a few cases where we are paying, um, you know, distribution fees to large brands to, to get out there. Do you, do you see that as your ultimate kind of exit? It, do you think it's going to end up being to, I mean, maybe you're thinking about it, maybe you're not, but do you see your ultimate kind of exit being to one of those companies where they're, they're people are using you so much and they want you to do custom work specific to their industry? Or do you see this going more to like a, well, I don't know, maybe like a Salesforce kind of company? Well, that's, it's a great question. I, I don't know that a franchise brand or, or OEM, one of our customers would, would pick us up just because we're so Expensive. diversified. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, they want, they don't want, you know, what would be 15,000 customers not in their industry, but I would say, you know, any, anybody looking to pick up uh, a network of, of small business owners, main street businesses, uh, you know, where it's huge revenue diversification, no customers, even a hundredth of a percent of the, of the revenue base. Um, you know, that's, that's an attractive asset for the right company. And, you know, I, I would expect that, you know, as, as we continue to grow, those opportunities will come up. Yeah, that's, and that's so important. I just had yesterday on a, a marketing agency that's going to do about 8 million bucks this year with 12% margin. And I told them, I said, the biggest thing is they've got one client that makes up over 20% of their revenue. And if that client, for whatever reason, I mean, you're smiling and laughing now because you know what happens, right? <laughs> if you lose that one client, you are cooked. Layoffs are happening. So that's, that's oh, impressive. I've been that guy. That, Have you? Know, you? Last, last company, uh, you know, I had a customer responsible for about 40% of Ooh. our revenue. Uh, and, you know, it was a rocket ship ride for three years. And, you know, we really scaled along with them. Um, you know, the company was all scripts. They're in the electronical medical records field and, you know, we, we ended up doing about 4,000 hires a year for them. Uh, and then suddenly they decided that they were going to do it themselves. Oh gosh. And, 
you know, that's that's a punch in the nose. Yeah. So, OK, so now you're very diversified over four thousand customers on average, uh, because I'm sure you have all kinds of different economics around what pricing plans Adam people choose. But if you were just to give us a weighted average for the sake of kind of learning, what is average revenue per user per month uh, for each business? Uh, per location per month, the average you're running into uh, around three hundred dollars a month on average. OK, that's, and which is increasing. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So, what are the what are the kickers you're using to increase ARPUs across current customers? Is it number of seats per location? Is it number of hires per location? Well, what is it typically? Uh, the it's based on the employee count per location, and then you know we we have a, a modular approach. So you can buy the core platform for a certain price. You can add our uh, employment branding CMS. Uh, you can add drug and background screening. You can add the testing module. You can add onboarding. Uh, I see. You can add payroll, and so. You know, while we don't increase prices on the modules, we do increase the number of modules and we'll bundle those in, in ways that um, make it easy for customers to say yes. Are those uh, like internally like healthcare, for example, those internally built tools you have or do you have relationships with other companies and you just feed them into your 4000 customers? Uh, a little bit of both. So, you know, m most of our system is proprietary technology, all the scoring algorithms, the 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 uh, pre-hire assessments, the interview guides, the core platform. Those are all things we've built. But what we've also done is pick uh, and and go very deep with a select number of partners to, to fill in the gaps and do it in a way that no one else is doing out in the market. And so, you know, we do have seven or eight really close partners that we white label and sell through our platform. And you know, that's worked very well for us. That's great. Um, is the math as simple as 4,000 customers times about $300 per month means you're doing somewhere around 1.2 million bucks per month in MRR? Not far off. Okay, good. Uh, and then help us understand more about economics around these customers. Um, I assume you're, I, I'm going to best get the, I'm going to guess that these numbers are better than most SaaS businesses that serve small business. Um, gross monthly customer churn, where are you guys at? Well, you find the, you know, the SMB or Main Street business SaaS is, is a bloodbath. Yep. Um, you know, you get 40, 50, 60% annual churn rates, you know, which That's is right. why it's kind of a graveyard for startups. However, what you find is that, well, you have to overcome the high implicit just business attrition rates. Forget if your product's perfect. These companies go out of business 60% every five years. However, uh, in the franchise industry, that five-year attrition rate is sub 5%. So they don't uh -huh. go out of business. They just resell the location. And and so, you know, we're not overcoming that hurdle. You know, we, we're we in the sub 10% range is what I'll say. So annualized. we have, yeah, annualized. Got it. So we'll call it less than 1% uh, per month. And then uh, let me ask you a different question related to churn. Uh, do you have an inside sales team at Hireology for upselling folks or no? Uh, we do. We have. Uh, we are an all inside sales operation. Really, that's surprising. At this, at this, ARP, this is a low ARPU to have an inside to be able to pay an inside sales rep to close a deal. Well, the velocity is 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 pretty attractive of, uh, okay. of, of the, the the close rates, and so we we have uh, enough of those accounts closing a month to have the metrics look really good. Got it. Okay, and get, break down your team for me so I can better understand that. How many folks are on your team total? You know, so we've got just over 100 employees. Half of those are sales or customer success wow. or, or support. Where are you guys based? Uh, we're in Chicago, downtown. Oh, very cool. Okay, Chicago, so about 100. Okay, inside sales, good. That's helpful. And then uh, talk to me about a fully weighted customer acquisition cost. So including the salaries of, you know, just the specific inside salespeople, in addition to any paid spend you're doing, what are you willing to acquire a customer? Well, what I'll tell you is that we're able to get payback in a customer um in about seven to eight months. That's so, right. you know, we're able to do that and we're able to, you know, to get somewhere between, 
seven and 10, depending on the industry vertical, uh, you know, in, in ratio of lifetime value to that acquisition cost. And so the, 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 the numbers are good at the, you know, the business is scaling as Adam, hold on just to break that down. So, so, you know, typically you see one to three, you're saying you're getting basically one to seven. That's, CAC. That's great. Uh, and you said payback period is seven to eight months. I'm just, again, I'm putting numbers on my back here. These are all probably your worst case scenario. Cause that's what your kind of minimums are is what you're giving me. But let's assume payback is seven months, uh, times a $300 ARPU. So that's what 2,100 bucks around 2,100 bucks or something like that uh, on CAC. And then multiplying the 2,100 times your minimum CAC to LTV ratio of seven, you know, brings lifetime value to somewhere around 14 to 15 grand per paying customer. Adam, those basically on target. That's about right. Awesome. All right. Very cool. Team size. We talked about that. Um, it, most of these folks, are they on the people running these franchisees? Is, are you working with very bureaucratic kind of organizations? Are your salespeople complaining about sales cycles and times? Or are these entrepreneurs that just bought into franchise and they're ready to go? Yeah, more of the latter. And why, you know, why we like these markets. I mean, it's, it's just cl- close to how I'm wired as an individual. You know, we want to sell to owners whose name's on the sign or whose personal balance sheet is invested in the business because if they see value, they buy yep. as opposed to corporate where the decisions to buy or not to buy are often based on factors that have nothing to do with value delivery and it takes forever and it's a lot longer and it's a lot more crowded. And so what we see, you know, the, the, the folks who we're compared to in our industry sell to the top 50,000 employers in the U S but there's 7 million employers in the U S nobody's talking to, and that's the market we want to be in. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Well, Adam, if people want to follow you as you keep building Hierology, where is the best place for them to connect with you online? Yeah, you can find us uh, at www.hierology.com or connect with me uh, on Twitter at AD Robbins. Uh, you know, send me a message on LinkedIn or uh, an email a Robinson at hierology.com. Folks, like I said earlier in the episode, people tell me they love my email marketing. And you know what? I look like a genius because of like a very simple tool. And the tool is called, by the way, nobody knew about this tool. Okay, until Clay Collins with his big fat checkbook at Lead Pages came along, acquired it, and now like the whole world knows, okay? It's called NathanMicah.com forward slash drip. And the way I use it, I use it to send messages to my audience emails on time basis or different actions based off subscriber criteria. It's why my email marketing is so good. I get complimented about it all over the place. And I hit Michael Stelzner hard early on in the year. You cannot blast your email lists anymore. People ignore you. You have to do strategic messaging based off time delays, content consumption, and what your subscribers are totally interested in. So you can sign up and start using Drip at NathanLatgun.com forward slash Drip right now. It's more powerful than Infusionsoft, but light as a feather. So easy to use. Get 60 days free at NathanLatgun.com forward slash Drip right now. And look, a little hint, right when you log in, I want you to click the button where you use the drag and drop interface. Personally, it's my favorite feature because I don't like spending money on developers. So I use this myself. I drag and drop it. Boom, boom, done. I'll see you there. NathanLatka.com forward slash drip. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's going so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which 
I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45 day money back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Top Tribe, we will link to both those in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 488. Again, forward slash the top 488. Um, Adam, I, I neglected to ask one question. Um, self-funded or bootstrapped? I'm sorry, bootstrapped or raised capital? Uh, bootstrapped for the first two years, and we did institutional uh, institutional raise in 2014. So we, we've got um, some, some fairly well-known VCs involved in our business for the last two years. Uh, what was the total round size? Uh, we've raised $26 million in two rounds for, uh, from 2014 to 2016 from, from Bain Capital Ventures and Baird Venture Partners here in yeah, Chicago. Great guys. Uh, anything you would change about that looking back on how you raised or, or how you thought about it that we can learn from? Not, not a thing. It's, it's the partnership has been fantastic and it's uh, the reason we've been able to scale the way we have. All right. Very good. Again, Top Tribe, we'll put all that in the show notes uh, on the website. Adam, it is time for the final part of the show. It's called the Famous Five. These are rapid fire questions and very short answers. You ready? I'm ready. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, favorite business book. It's an old one, but I love it. It's crossing the chasm. It's you know, heavily, more, baby. heavily influenced my thinking uh, early on in my career. That's a really good one. That's one of those ones that doesn't make a lot of lists, but man, is it powerful. It's a blueprint. It's pretty good. Totally. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? You know, I just finished reading Shoe Dog, which is the uh, autobiography of Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. I think it's one of the best business books I've ever read. I didn't know a lot about the guy uh, and the level of respect I have um, and, and just studying how he built Nike in the early days. is uh, It's it's off the charts. I'm was it something, fan. was the story what made it unbelievable or did he do things strategically about how he structured the story in the book that made it really appealing? Well, the story's written like a novel, but I mean, it's all those early moments of, boy, if this doesn't go well, this business is, is over. Yep. And, you know, there might have been 20 circumstances of back to the wall, boy, this better work, where he throws a Hail Mary and it works and they figure it out. And it's just, you know, it's every entrepreneur's story and, I, and it's, um, you know, really connected with it. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Drip? Uh, I, I, uh, live with, uh, live in and on Evernote. So it's, <laughs> is my life is documented, uh, with Evernote and, uh, I don't know what I'd do without it. Number four. Yes or no. Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? No, I run about five to six. Okay. And uh, what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Uh, married three children, wow. three boys, eight, four, and three. Holy moly. And a uh, fourth on the way in April. Well, congratulations. Adam, how old are you? Uh, 40, just turned Holy 40 in June. Congratulations. This is unbelievable. Okay. So take us back 20 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, take more risk. It's, that's what I, uh, you know, would have been doing at 20, uh, was, uh, take more risk than I did. It, you know, it took me probably seven or eight years to, to feel like, you know, it was, I was ready to take the plunge. And as it turns out, you never really know anything. So, you, you know, the sooner you start, the better you are. Well, folks, you're going to want to follow Adam. He says, take more risks, 40 years old, three kids, a fourth on the way. And all on top of that, he's building a fantastically successful startup, 26 million bucks raised over 4,000 paying customers founded back in 2010, about a $300 ARPU, somewhere around 1.2 million bucks in monthly recurring revenue with his 40, with his, sorry, over a hundred employees based in Chicago. Again, building something special for helping teams, especially franchise owners, hire and scale their teams. Adam, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks for having me. 
If you enjoyed Adam today, go back and listen to Dan yesterday. Dan's agency, Be Found Online, passed $8 million in revenue last year in 2015 as he targets a 12% target net margin in 2016. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. 